It's Super Bowl Sunday, but this afternoon we're watching Celtics vs. Grizzlies. Big shot, big shot, big shot. Nice. Nice. What? Get it to him. Get it to him. No. No. Welcome to the podcast. The number one seeded Celtics are facing the number two seed in the West, Memphis Grizzlies, who are four games back from the Nuggets for the top spot. The Memphis defense is ranked second in the league, and the Celtics are ranked fourth. Tonight, the Celtics are sitting Smart, Brogdon, Gallo, Brown, and the Grizzlies are sitting Steven Adams. They've played once this season with the Celtics winning 109-106. Tatum had 39, and Ja had 30. Tonight, the Celtics are a four-point favorite. What do you think you'd want to see tonight, Owen? Tonight, I just want to see an exciting game. I know we're a little bit underhanded, so this is might be... This isn't going to be an easy game because also obviously this Grizzly team is very good. Yeah, their guards are very good, mm-hmm. and we have we're missing three of our you know main rotation. We're gonna have a, we're gonna have to get a lot out of Derek White, and so we'd love to see his uh, strong play continue. Um, Pritchard has some good minutes. Pritchard get out there. Hauser he'll probably start again. Um, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see. It's going to be a very good competitive game. Very good, exciting team. Yeah, and, and, and in terms of their playoff chances and their championship hopes, I'd love to see them have a really strong outing against one of the top seeds in the West. Yeah. You know? The Celtics are the fourth best rebounding team, and the Grizzlies are the second, but they don't have Adams, and all of our bigs are back. So I just, I mean, I'd like to see a, um, a rebounding advantage for the Celtics. Luke Kennard's making his Grizzlies debut tonight. Love Luke from uh, the Clippers. So I'd like to see him play well. What do you think? Yeah, the all-time Ohio high school uh, leading scorer. <laughs> That's right. Better than LeBron. Love LeBron. But... Um, yeah, I'd love to see him have a great game, too. All right, well, let's watch the game. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay, game is over. Uh, the Celtics won 119-109. to 109. Um, as I was worried about before the game, I didn't mention it, but I was just feeling that uh, Derek White had had such a big game last game at 33 points. Uh, he'd had uh, three or four strong games in a row, and I was really worried that he, you know, like, you know, he's he's he isn't a superstar, and so I was just sort of figuring he might sort of regress to the mean. He started out 0 for 5 in the first quarter, and then he ended up being the high scorer of the game. He shot uh, 8 for 20, 4 for 9 from 3, had 23 points, 10 assists again, and 3 rebounds again, like he did the other night. So uh, another great performance from Derek White. Uh, Sam Hauser, second leading scorer for the Celtics with 20 points. He went 6 for 11 from 3, 7 for 12 from the field. He was awesome. Uh, also a starter. So Derek, Sam started, Rob started, Alan, Jason uh, Jason was bothered largely by um, Dylan Brooks, and he actually shot poorly at 3 for 16, 1 for 8 from 3, and 0 for 8 in the second half. But it didn't matter because the role players stepped up. Uh, what did you see, Owen? I thought Robin ha- uh, Sam Hauser had a huge monster game tonight. Sam Hauser has officially regained the status of if he shoots the ball, I think it's going in every <laughs> single time, <laughs> no matter what. That is an important stat. Um, Payne Pritchard, I thought, played great. He did. He was great. He had he came in at the end of the first quarter and was looking for his shot. He shot two threes. He he hit two threes in a row. Bang bang. Opened up the set the third the second quarter. Hit another one. Boom. Then he forced a th- a fourth one up that was clearly a heat check that didn't go in and he was a little bit more um, reserved. But he was awesome. His intensity was awesome. 
And uh, he had, what did he have on the night? Peyton Pritchard had 12 points on the night, four for seven from three, four for seven from the field. And another one is Mike Muscala, the new guy. It was being aggressive tonight. I liked it. He took some good shots. He hit some good shots. Yep, and he was uh, he was really active on D. He got switched out. Uh, Memphis was definitely targeting him. He was getting uh, switched out onto John. He couldn't keep up with him, and Jaw was getting to the rim. But Jaw was not that aggressive in the first half. He um, he only had seven points at halftime. He actually only took. He was zero for zero from the three in the second quarter, and had only taken something like seven shots all game. But then he had a big third, had eleven points in the third, um, and he ended the game with twenty-five points, uh, seven to six, six rebounds. But I thought the biggest story of the night was the Celtics had what is this eight players in double figures. Yep. So, I mean, this is just a total team win. I thought our offense, even though we missed we missed some pretty easy shots, we missed a lot of open layups, but I thought our offense was really good, like just like the way it was moving and executing, which I thought I was a little bit nervous the last two games. I thought we were playing great offense because it was bad teams and bad defenses. But Memphis is the number two defense in the league, and we're able to run our offense like we want to against this type of defense. And, get great and like shots. I said, Memphis's defense is the type of defense that worries me. Where It's, a, it's not like there's one or two elite defenders like a elite rim protector, we we always do pretty good against that. But it's when the team is really deep and has a lot of good perimeter defenders that always messes with us. And tonight was great because we were able to execute our offense in the way that we wanted to against them. Absolutely, a lot of really great ball movement. And again, with at with with, we've also had a lot of problems where if literally when Jason was leaving the floor, the Celtics would have a difficult time scoring. They just were looking like they just needed him, and of course he'd come back. Just like even two nights ago, everyone was talking about how they had a twenty-eight point lead then. Um, uh, they gave up 14 of those points, and oh no, we had to bring in, as Joe Mazzula said, like we didn't have to bring in Tatum. I chose to bring in Tatum, but we did feel, certainly as a viewer, that we had to bring in Tatum to really get that offense going and, and really win the game because we had seen leads disappear before. But today, even with Tatum just getting you know really bothered by Brooks and not having a good game, we just still had contributors. You know who was awesome? Who Shocker, was? Al Horford. He was so he was. good. He went three for three from three in the fourth. And that was where our ball movement, there was one sequence where uh, Derek White threw it down to J- uh, cutting Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum was immediately uh, guarded. He dropped it off to, to Big Rob, who then threw it to the corner to Al for a three. Huge play. And just in a big moment, too. The Grizzlies just kind of pushed back a little bit, and that really just sealed, sealed the deal. And it put him up eight after they, it had been a largely... Uh, uh, close game throughout the, uh, the third and fourth. It was it was basically the Memphis really had the lead. It was going back and forth, but largely it was Memphis had the lead in the first half, and then the Celtics took the lead large, uh, 13 points in the second half, and then um, Memphis was cutting into it, cutting into it, cutting into it, and then this was the play where we pushed it back up to eight, and it was really no looking back. And, and again, there was lots of opportunity for us to... Um, uh, to be stagnant, forfeit the lead, and uh, the the role players were just awesome and were able to keep us keep us ahead. It was a really great team effort, team win, and um, uh, and it really bodes well for sort of our playoff hopes. This is one mm-hmm. of the leading contenders in the West. When we go, when we get big against big teams on big games, and we have a great performance, it really it shows that you know the work that they're doing, and I think really the minutes that they're getting and the comfort they're getting on the floor. While our some of our starters are out, has really been paying off. You agree with that? I do. I think that Muscala was a great ad. He fits right into this team of all shooters. Everyone can shoot. He's a big man who can shoot, which is great. Um, I know. So I feel like we're not giving Tatum enough credit because I felt like Tatum. I know he didn't have a great shooting scoring night, but I felt like he had a good game. 
He did. Like, You're right. The, his few points, the points he did, not few, 16 points, but all of them seemed like well-earned drives and tough, like... Well, that's right. He was getting to the line. He was 9 for 12 from the line for 9 of his points. Um, and, uh, and but, he, yeah, But the thing that I found the most impressive was, it's not on the stat sheet, it's the hockey assist. It's the just plays he creates because he just... He makes the Memphis defense fold in on itself and just leaves like at least two open shooters, and he'll always pass it. So it's just a bang bang. So it's yep. like he'll drive in, he'll get three people kind of uh, forced into the paint, and that kicks it out to White, who kicks it out to Horford, gets the easy three, or kicks it out to Grant, and kicks it out to Sam Hauser for a three. That's a great point. So it's, they don't show up in the stats, but they were all passes create that created shots. that are just like a hockey assist. Also, he had two massive blocks in the first quarter. One was on Jaw. That was awesome. And they're both chase down blocks, and it's just like, ugh. he's just such a he's just such a good player now in every single facet of the game. Yeah, he's he's incredible, and he's developing. And there's always you know we can talk about his turnovers and stuff, but he is coming into his own right now. The last few years, I felt like, in, especially in playoff series and games, we never had that player who's just like, oh my god, he's just so much better than everyone else on the court. We had a really deep team with Tatum leading that team. But now Tatum has turned into, oh my, he's just far and beyond the best player on the court right now. And it's just great to have that guy. He is, even with 16, with only 16 points tonight, he, and, and, you know, not even being close to the leading scorer, he was the best player on the floor tonight. Uh, Jaw again with 25, seven and six. Uh, he, he could, he put up numbers, but I didn't feel like he was influencing the game. Rob Williams, by the way, 16 rebounds tonight, five offensive rebounds. There was one possession where he got two offensive rebounds, um, really tough, tough These rebounds, over, rebounds over, over four Memphis Grizzlies, who is um, a great rebounding team. So it, he, he was terrific tonight, too. I just feel so good coming out of this game about this team, especially because we were so undermanned. Yeah, we have obviously it's a big challenge next uh, in the next game. We're playing the Bucks. Um, we're going to play them big uh, game. on TNT on the fourteenth. Um, only uh, real Valentine's Day. In the East. Oh, a little Valentine's Day game. Um, what's the, that? That's the only team that scares rival. me in the East. Yeah, he's our real rival. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was again there was this like Luke Cornett, Mike Muscala, Grant Williams, Tatum, and Pritchard lineup that was out in. The end of the third, which was a really tough time uh, in the game, Memphis was making a push back, trying to cut into the lead, and those were the guys on the floor. Those were the guys who were actually stopping it. Then to open the third, Tatum wasn't even on the floor, and those guys uh, were the ones who pushed the lead. So it was just a, just a great look at at how at a, a depth an effective depth of our team. Yeah, it was great. Um, before we wrap this up, what's your Super Bowl pick? My Super Bowl pick is the Eagles, but I know nothing about football, so it's not a very. Uh, uh, I mean, there it is. That's my pick. I'm going Eagles too. I know slightly more about football just because I played fantasy football with some of my friends this, uh, this year. Jalen Hurts was on my well, my fantasy team, and he saved my ass a few weeks in a row. So you know, you think he'll be the MVP? Actually, no. I feel like it's going to go to a defensive player this year. I don't know why. Okay, an Eagle, a defensive Eagle, defensive Eagle. Saying. Okay, cool. All right. Um, next game, like I said, is uh, is oh, let me. You know, let's just talk about the next ten, just because I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to bring this up. I know you want to get going and watch the uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> um, so the next ten. These are the next ten. We have the next ten is Milwaukee, Detroit, Indiana, Philadelphia, New York, Cleveland, Brooklyn, New York, Cleveland. I think that's the next ten. Milwaukee is going to be a tough game. They have they're fully loaded, and we are not. 
Um, then Detroit, I'm calling that a W. Indiana, they beat us last time, but I'm calling that a W. Philadelphia was a close game, but I really feel like the Celtics are better than them. What do you call, think? Call me arrogant. I'm not afraid of Philadelphia. You're so arrogant. New York, <laughs> New York, playing well. We're going to beat them. Cleveland, they beat us twice earlier in the season. That's right. We're going to get back at them. We're going to take them down. That's going to be on ESPN. Then Brooklyn, come on. ESPN. <laughs> then again, New York, which will be the second in a row. Maybe we split those games, but then again, maybe we don't. And then we have Cleveland again. So it is possible that we could have a great tear coming up here in our future. And that is what I'm looking for. I think there's going to be one stupid loss in that, but I do agree a lot of those are going to be Ws. Watch us lose to like Detroit and then, like, <laughs> and then, <laughs> then go on a tear. We go on a tear after that. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. Um, that's uh, the pod for today. And uh, we will see you next game. Hasta la vista. This podcast is produced by Mark and Owen on our dining room table. New podcasts drop the morning following every game. Next up, a Valentine's Day game with the Milwaukee Bucks. It's true love. <laughs>